It is 2.30 and we have a quorum. Great. Everything good on your end, Kurt? Yes. Okay, you're ready. Okay, let's call the meeting to order then. Um, do we wanna do, do we have a lot of folks from the public? Anybody there? Nobody is here in person. I do not see anyone online that I identify as public. It's all people we know. Okay, so we probably don't need introductions um, and no public comment. So uh, first item then would be to approve the minutes of the last meeting, July 5th. Is there Can I point of information for you first? Do you want to do roll call? So we verify our quorum. We usually do that and I have a few rules. We usually go over for our hybrid meeting. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's do that. Thank you. Okay. Yes. Good afternoon. I have a few housekeeping items. This meeting is being recorded and broadcast live on the city's YouTube channel. Please remember to mute yourself during the meeting when you're not speaking. The chat function for this meeting has been disabled and all chats will directly go to the host. Unless you're participating during the meeting, please turn off your video. This will allow active meeting participants to be seen on screen. You will still be able to hear the meeting when you're participating. Please turn your video on. If you have any trouble, you can send me a chat. The MPO reserves the right to mute or turn individuals off for, to minimize distractions during the meeting. And now I will turn the meeting over to Paul to do a quorum roll call. Thank you, Jessica. Uh, Crick. Here. Dowling. Here. Cronin. Here. Gentry. Here. Quisenberry. Here. Rodden. Sanford. Voigt. Here. Weigel. Here. Okay, we do have a quorum present. Okay, thank you. Jessica, I do not know how you can read that that fast. Do my best. Is it pre-recorded and you speed it up? Okay, uh, let's look at the minutes from the last meeting. Uh, is, does anybody have any comments or is there a motion to approve the minutes? I Almost. Move that we approve the uh, July 5th committee meeting minutes. I'll second. Okay, great. How about a roll call vote? Crick? I'll abstain since I was absent. Uh, Crowden? Uh, aye. Dowling? Aye. Gentry? Aye. Quisenberry? Aye. Point? Aye. Weigel? Aye. The motion passes. Great, thank you. Okay, moving on to the regular agenda. Item number one, tip amendment seven. All right, so we have a number of revisions to the TIP that um, were submitted to us. There was a public comment period from July 7th to 22nd. There were public comments received from um, the various project sponsor cities, um, no, no comments from the general public. Um, and those comments are noted in the revision summary or those projects, I should say, that were added 
the original tip did not inc include three of these projects that we then added. Um, so we do have uh, projects from Douglas County, the Walker's extension changed to funding, um, projects from KDOT, Lawrence, Baldwin City, Eudora. Um, with that, happy to answer any questions. All right, does anybody have any questions? If not, then we need a motion to recommend approval of TIP Amendment 7. Uh, I motion to approve uh, TIP Amendment 7. I'll second. Great, motion second. Please give us a roll call vote. Crick. Aye. Cronin? Aye. Dowling? Aye. Gentry? Aye. Quisenberry? Aye. Rodden? Oh, sorry, nice not present. Uh, Voigt? Aye. Weigel? Aye. The motion passes unanimously. Great. Item number two, limited English proficiency. What do we want to do there, Jessica? Yeah, I'm looking for consideration to recommend approval of our updated limited English proficiency plan. This is a planning document that the MPO updates uh, that includes a four-factor analysis that's federally required to document how we will engage people who have limited English proficiency in our transportation planning processes. I'm gonna highlight a couple things for you um, that just of note to the region that may be relevant, that just insightful to to this process. So Douglas County um, has seven tenths overall, a percent of population um, five years and older that speak English less than well. Um, if you look specifically at each of the cities, you'll see that um, kind of what that breakdown is of all of the languages. Um, the highest percentage of is this Asian and Pacific Island languages, which is multiple languages. So it's hard to know um, if that's one specific language or multiple based on how the census defined it. And the next highest is Spanish. Um, as part of this process, we do not meet the threshold for um, the exploration of automatic translation, but we do work to accommodate people who request alternative language format or who wish to engage with us. Um, we reached out to other community partners and agencies to ask um, them in terms of other city departments, county departments, other agencies that work with the public to see what types of requests they are also maybe experiencing to know what may be realistic for us to expect in our attempt to ensure that we have access and inclusive participation um, to transportation planning. And you can kind of see here, Spanish is the most frequent request. It's the most frequent interaction we have additionally had with non-English proficiency. 
So we show that here, you can see the list of all the agencies we asked in the appendices. We talk a little bit about our availability and resources. Additional resources and funding do not come along with our obligation to accommodate uh, limited English proficient populations into our transportation planning process. And so we recognize that translating all of our documents um, is uh, potentially cost prohibitive. And so we would want to very intentionally um, and uh, translate the things that are of the most significance and importance to people. We documented uh, a little bit the, our commitment to doing this in terms of making I speak cards available at public engagement opportunities. So we always have these in our chest um, of of you know when we take out surveys to do engagement or in our binder at our office um, and then we have different language measures that are available to us all the way from just online written translation at a you know from a from a browser um, to a telephone uh, translator um, for verbal conversations and then additionally we have used translation services or in-house staff or staff at other divisions um, to do some translation of survey work for us. Um, and we talk about that later in um, later in the plan in terms of the work that we have done to recognize, um, you can see the where people have notified us of that, but of where we have received requests. So we have translated, I think, three of the most recent survey in the most recent planning processes that we've done. So that would be safe routes to school planning, um, the transit route redesign work that we partnered with Lawrence Transit on, and the transportation 2050 survey. All three of those um, surveys were translated into Spanish. Two of those surveys were translated not based on the request of a non-English speaker, but based on the request of agency who believed we needed to do that outreach. Um, and T2050, we received a request asking if we had something available in Spanish and we translated it, but then we didn't get any responses in Spanish. So um, even after notifying that person that we had then translated. So um, we wanted to, we kind of inform you of that process and we would continue to meet the intent of the plan, which is to accommodate and inc be inclusive of non-English speaking um, participants. We even found in the Safe Routes to School process that oftentimes we engage with the non-English uh, uh, the ESL parent group and found that uh, we, even though we had translated the survey, um, they had worked with their group to provide us responses back in English. So as part of their the work um, to also uh, learn to uh, speak English and integrate in that. So um, we have a process for complaints um, if people feel we're not following that. And this is just an update to our plan. So not a lot has changed mostly. I just mentioned the thing, the things I mentioned would be the highlights of what you would see is different um, in this planning document, but we're looking for recommendation of approval for this updated limited English proficiency plan. Be happy to entertain any questions you may have. Okay, comments or questions? Jessica, just a quick question on this slide. We noted in the in the agenda that it was last updated, or excuse me, last adopted in 2019. Is there a a sunsetting with the, the LEPs that require them to come back every so often, or is it just kind of as we start to go through processes, we update them to make sure they're as, as relevant as can be? 
Um, we regularly generally update these as close as we can after the adoption of a public participation plan. And I say these because there's also our Title VI plan and we that's our next in line. Um, with workload, we're just trying to kind of address them as we can get to them. And we haven't, normally we would try to bring as much as we could where we're trying to get through them. And so you could expect to see after this LEP a Title VI amendment or an update at a future meeting also. Thank you. Any other questions? How about a motion to recommend approval? I would move to recommend approval of the limited English proficiency plan update. I'll second. All right, thank you. Jessica, can we get a vote? What, Paul? Uh, Paul, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Crick? Aye. Cronin? Aye. Dowling? Aye. Gentry? Aye. Quisenberry? Aye. Voigt? Aye. Weigel? Aye. The motion passes unanimously. Okay, thank you. Moving on to quick updates, 2023 to 26 tip. All right, so with the earlier agenda item, the amendment to the 2021 to 2024 tip, that will be our last amendment to that tip and policy board will be considering that in two weeks. Um, after that is presumably adopted, um, immediately thereafter, essentially I will send out a call for projects for our new tip using the old tip as kind of a, a base template for any projects that are going to remain on there. So I'll be sending that to project sponsors um, around the 19th of August or so, and that will need to be adopted in October. So pretty quick turnaround to, to get that built and um, adopted. I will point out for information, it will mean that we need to make sure we update the fiscal constraint. So for anyone who has not yet sent us uh, their fiscal information for T2050, we will for sure need it for the tip. Otherwise you will not be able to program projects. So um, if you gave it to us for T2050, we will presumably use that as available resources to tell the story of what needs to be told in the tip to be able to do fiscal constraint. But I'll just point that out because I know we're waiting for some of you for that for that fiscal information. I know you're waiting for me and I've got Laura Glass in our office working on it. Um, should have it to you quickly. Are you waiting on it from anybody else? Was that just for me? Ah, good, thanks Dave. <laughs> Working on it. I wasn't going to out anyone, so. <laughs> I've added myself. It's I'm working on it. Yeah, I know it's important. Thank you. We appreciate that. Um, I'll give a, a related to quick updates on the Walkers to Drive project with um, some of the public input that we've heard at both commissions recently. Um, our county commissioners want to have some sort of a public forum. And in advance of that, they asked for a written document and I've finished that. And we are waiting to hear from them on what 
sort of format they want to go forward with, whether it's a, an agenda item or a hearing or a public meeting. Um, but that's coming up soon. And as soon as they give us direction and can and we can release our written document, that's kind of the, the background document. I'd like to get that to all of you so you've got it also and you can share it with folks. But um, just want to get, you know, the the facts out there for everybody to look at it objectively and respond to the environmental concerns and also respond to the traffic concerns and those things. So uh, just be ready to see that when you see it. So any other business? We don't have any entered. None that I know of. Okay. Does anybody else have any updates or information they want to provide? Okay, I think that's uh, the end of our meeting agenda and our next meeting will be in September if we have items on September 6th. I'll let you know. Yep, okay. Well then, thank you everybody for your time and have a good day. Thank you. Bye. Thank you as well.